so the coffee is a check which means the caffeine is a check now let's get this uh cruella in check man we got the three c's on deck pretty much now i got to be completely honest i gotta keep it a bean with y'all y'all already know like I always do i was not super crazy as a kid about uh 101 dalmatians i loved all the disney stuff um a lot of them varied as far as you know how excited i would get to watch them as a kid 101 dalmatians I, i'm not gonna I, I didn't dislike it it just was something that i just wasn't crazy about but one thing that always stood out um about that property was the fact that we got to be real man corella deville was quite the bitch on screen man she really was and you know she was really trying to she was you know she wanted to torture and kill dogs and shit like that man she was a nutcase she really was man they just couldn't really display it on screen the way that they could in a live action movie or something like that even the live action movies prior got dark i remember um i remember bits and pieces of the original animated uh, film but I do remember they did a live action adaptation in 1996 with Glenn Close playing Cruella DeVille. And Glenn Close was absolutely, that's one thing that I do remember about that film is that Cruella, um, Glenn Close as Cruella DeVille was absolutely amazing. She's uh, one of the best actresses to ever step foot on the planet Earth. But she was great in that role. And if I'm not mistaken, they did the 102 Dalmatian sequel. And I think she came back to... um to be a part of that i don't remember if she was in the role or not or if she was just like uh one of the crew members I, I really don't remember but um you know they did and the crazy thing about that that's back when they were doing live adaptations from disney properties and it wasn't like the crazy super wild cg um practical blend that you see nowadays with movies like you know dumbo uh, Lion King, Jungle Book, Aladdin, stuff like that, which are actually working well in their favor right now, man. They're doing them pretty decent. And the funny thing about that is I haven't seen a fucking one of them. I haven't seen any of them yet. I have not seen. I, of course, I wanted to see the Lion King. Still haven't gotten around to seeing that. Uh, you know, uh, Aladdin, I definitely came around to. Uh, I wanted to see Dumbo. I feel like that'll be the last one I watch. I remember seeing bits and pieces of the Jungle Book live action, John. I know they're coming out with Pinocchio, Tom Hanks, and Robert Zemeckis are attached to be a part of that. But back in the day, you know, we had like Hook and 101 Dalmatians and stuff like that. And it wasn't really, it wasn't the crazy visual effects spectacle that you got that, I mean, that you get today. It was more so practical and it was more so about the, the actors and just the whole practical sense of, of uh, what, you know, what was going on in the film. Now, with this here, I forgot this was even a thing, man. I forgot this was even coming out. And not that, you know, it's not to say I didn't really give a fuck about it at all. But it was just something that I didn't really see myself reacting to or even really kind of getting excited to respond to the trailer overall but people kept posting it yesterday and they you know was saying the captions were saying trailer tomorrow trailer tomorrow and i forgot emma stone is playing cruella deville and this is a prequel and i'm like you know what i, I said to myself i'm like i love emma stone i love her uh she is one of the best things when they did the spider-man movies over i love her as gwen stacy no diss to bryce dallas howard because we know she played gwen stacy in spider-man 3 which is my favorite spider-man movie in general but you know i love her in um 
I've never seen, I think that movie with her and Ryan Reynolds, La La Land. I heard that's pretty good. I loved her in Gangster Squad. I loved her in Zombieland. I loved her in Superbad. She's an amazing actress, man. And I feel like she, I feel like Emma Stone really has yet to peak in her career. And that's not to take away anything that she's, uh, you know, any of her acclaim at all. But I'm saying, I feel like Emma Stone is going to literally be one of the biggest stars in the world at some point in her career to the point where they are like literally hunting her down for any and everything and you're going to see her in way more movies than you see her in now she she's still rising to the top uh in my personal opinion but this movie um like i said this is a prequel and this poster looks very noir very goth you know it's black and white the only thing that's in color is um cruella the actual you know title card and it's all in red but the rest of it's in black and white it really looks like it's a time capsule type of film of course like i said it's a prequel and it's described as a crime comedy film which i'm actually cool with and um it's directed by craig gillespie now let me look up this guy craig gillespie really quick and see what this man has done because i am actually unfamiliar with this guy he directed mr woodcock i've never seen it i think billy bob thornton is in that Oh shit, he directed Fright Night? The he directed the damn Fright Night uh remake with Anton Yelkin. Rest in peace, shout out to him. And Colin Farrell, he directed a movie called Million Dollar Arm, The Finest Hours, I Tanya, which was the Tanya Harding uh biopic, if I'm not mistaken. Um screenplay written by Dana Fox, Tony McNamara. Like I said, Emma Stone will be uh, Cruella DeVille. Emma Thompson's in here. I just recently saw Emma Thompson in Men in Black International, so it's good to have her in pretty much anything. Joe Fry, Paul Walter Hauser, Emily Beach, and Mark Strong are attached to this. Now, let me read this premise really quick before we jump into this trailer reaction. Um... The premise says, says in 1970s London, young fashion designer Estella DeVille becomes obsessed with dogs' skin, especially Dalmatians, until she eventually becomes a ruthless and terrifying legend known as Cruella. Damn, what the fuck? Now, I love how they, um, they describe, first of all, I love that it's a prequel. When, you know, you got, you've got that split audience out there that are on that side of the fence, like, what the fuck do we need a prequel for? We know who Cruella DeVille is. We don't need a prequel explaining and making us sympathize with her i don't really have a problem with it because i'm gonna be completely honest again 101 dalmatians is not something that can be ruined um for me personally i'm not that attached to the property for me to be like man why'd they have to make a prequel explaining correct like i don't give a fuck i'm actually interested that she is a fashion designer and she just becomes like strange like is she like a descendant from leatherface that she just gets obsessed with like animal skin and stuff like that i don't know but um I, like I said, you got you're gonna have people out there that are like, why do we need a prequel? Can we do something original for once? You know, I had somebody really give me damn near a paragraph, a two par two three paragraphs of a comment because I posted. Um, you know, y'all can check out my podcast episode. It's called More Fog Banks and um, Follow Ups from John Carpenter. And I was talking about John Carpenter teasing the, f the fact that he was going to do the fog. So I posted my um, podcast episode in this group that I'm in. And this guy comments and it's like, yeah, this is something that needs to be left alone. Do we really need a sequel? Can we just do anything? Blah, 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 blah. Let's just leave stuff alone. Can we have anything original for once? And I'm just, you know, I'm just like, well, I'm all for it. Uh, you know, to each their own. I'm all for it. Like you've got people out there that they want everything original, blah, blah, blah. And while this is 
is taken from an original property, I can appreciate that they're doing a backstory on Cruella DeVille because maybe there's people out there that do. Like I said yesterday, man, there's an audience for everything, whether we like it or not. While there's an audience for people who love 101 Dalmatians just, just as animated and they probably hate that live action adaptation with Glenn Close, there's another audience that wants to see what happened what transpired what ha what did she go through for her to end up the way she did there's an audience for everything man and people have to deal with that shit at the end of the day including myself it's like when they did you know when i found out they were doing uh when rob zombie was doing halloween i was i was on both sides of the fence i'm like i really don't want to know why michael myers is the way he is it's one of the things that made him the most terrifying slasher for me on screen but then i'm like okay it's a different take it's a remake there what a remake is supposed to do is stand on its own and do something completely different so let's see this take on michael myers and you see just how fucked up his upbringing was in the first uh two acts of that film but you know again there's going to be an audience for everything man and everything ain't for everybody so if y'all don't like it don't watch it man it's simple and plain simple and effing plain now uh let's see here now, who dropped this trailer Film Select Trailer, shout out to them and their YouTube channel, but they dropped the trailer, so this is 1 minute and 42 seconds long. Uh, yeah, let's just jump into it, people, no need to wrap any further. The trailer for 2021's Cruella, I'll hit the play button in 3, 2, 1, whoa. From the very beginning, I realized I saw the world differently than everyone else. That didn't sit well with some people. I think Emma Stone should just rock red hair for the rest of her life, yo. It looks awesome on her. I like the, the cinematography and the set design. This shit looks like a, a Tim Burton movie. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Oh, shit. And the Dalmatians growled at her as soon as she came in. They didn't even give her a chance. Whoa. Hmm. I am woman. Hear me roar. <laughs> what the fuck? Are those bats? I love that hair on her, man. She looks the part. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I, that's a beautiful shot right there. The building on fire as the camera zooms out over this over the uh, skyline. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. And you know it's funny that I mentioned Gangster Squad because you know what? If her character, I can't remember her character's name in Gangster Squad, but she was the one that was fucking with uh Sean Penn's character, uh Mickey Cohen, and she, you know, had her fling now, I want to say side fling with Ryan Gosling's character, but she actually ended up being in love with him. Uh, his name was Jerry, Jerry Wooters. And um, if her character, if, if we followed her character after Gangster Squad and the shit she went through in that movie, this would be it, man. I love, um, there's one thing I say, and I said this when I did my trailer reaction for the United States versus Billie Holiday. Um, I said that you have two different types of period pieces as far as the ones that take place in this time frame. 
You have the ones that feel like you're literally dressing a set and you are trying too fucking hard to duplicate that time frame and to duplicate the outfits and the scenery and the cinematography. It's just too much. You know, something like um, something like what do you call it? Uh, the Great Gatsby. And I don't like to throw a lot of shade at that movie. I just feel like it's too fast paced and I feel like it's way too flashy and it's just too it's too polished up for me to take that time frame seriously. But uh, then you've got things like the United States versus Billy Holiday and you've got things that look like this film here where they literally do look like they captured that time frame, man. And as good as the movie does look, like I said, it looks like a Tim Burton movie in, in, in most of the trailer. But as good as this movie looks, th it feels like a period piece. I love it. And I love that. Emma Stone, she's not really necessarily trying to duplicate um, Glenn Close's portrayal as Cruella DeVille, but she is playing it really close to the vest as far as the character goes, man. Like, I love the laugh. I love the look of her, man. Like, and when she looks all fucking crazed when she's, I, I don't remember if she was in a car or on a motorcycle or whatever, and her hair is all crazy and her makeup's all fucked up. I love that shit, man. I, I, I love that she's just so invested into this character and she's just going just uh you know all out and i love that this is just it's really about her journey into becoming this villain they showcase the uh the, the dalmatians you see the dalmatians growl at her as soon as she walks into uh into that ballroom and i love that her dress just like it doesn't really catch fire but it kind of catches fire and she just has her whole full-blown outfit in the like i love i think i'm going to actually really get into this movie man i, I you know because i went into this with no expectations at all and um the movie just it 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 has a decent energy behind this trailer man and it's funny because i really i had forgot this was a thing man but like i said the trailer not the trailer but the poster looks like it's on some noir shit and kind of the, the trailer kind of looks like that as well and if they can keep this dark tone throughout um because i'm not gonna lie man when i said this looked like a tim burton movie and this is no disrespect to tim burton it kind of took me back to something I'm, let me tell y'all a secret really quick it took me back to when I was excited to do my trailer reaction for The Witches, uh, the remake that came out with um, Anne Hathaway, Octavia Spencer, and Stanley Tucci. But um, I remember as that trailer went along, it went from feeling, uh, it actually, no, it didn't go from feeling like anything. It felt like the Stepford Wives remake with Nicole Kidman. And I say that in a sense where it's not as much dark, but it's more so you know not slapstick but it's more so goofy in tone and that was something i was afraid of with this trailer as it went on i'm like i'm kind of getting vibes of the witches remake but they maintain that dark tone presented in the in the in the first parts of the trailer in the earlier parts of it and i can appreciate that man i love that because if there's one thing i hate I hate when a film doesn't know what it wants to be or when a film advertises itself like one thing and then when you see the trailer it looks like something completely different and then when you see the movie it's everything different and more and it just has no real sense of identity at the end of the day. I, I can't stand when a movie is just is um you know it's it's not balanced. But this looks like they're keeping the tone 
throughout the entire film and i i'm i'm digging it man i can't lie to y'all i'm digging this trailer man and that is why i'm actually going to watch this trailer y'all know we watching it one more again come on now and i love that the dalmatians they're not over they're not over exaggerating the look of the dalmatians i love i love that they're growling at her they don't like her off the rip And she walked in there getting fucked up. Like, I wonder, was that the original Douce bottle? <laughs> that her laugh gives me chills, man. That kind of reminds me of The Shining. That overhead shot with all the people suited up at the ball. I love that shot, man. I am woman. How her outfit just changes. I'm just getting started, that shot right there where, she, where her makeup's all fucked up when she's on the motorcycle. And she's doing like action in this shit too? Like, come on now. God, I love that shot. It's like Tim Burton, but the crow. Yes, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yes. It's even better the second time around. And you know what? I'm going to make a bold statement here, ladies and gents, to the reviewers, listeners, lovers, supporters out there. I, You know, no disrespect to Glenn Close. She is the queen. Um... Plus, Fatal Attraction is one of my favorite movies, my favorite performance from her of all time. But no diss to her. I think Emma Stone was born to play this role. I think Emma Stone was born to play the second on screen, big on screen adaptation, live action version of Corella DeVille we've seen. She's way too into this, into this, <laughs> into this role, man. And that's awesome because, you know, she's not only taking it seriously, but she's having fun with this shit, man. You can tell excuse me just by the way she laughs this shit you know i said it i mentioned like it looks like a tim burton movie and this that, and the other i'm giving it as high praises but this shit seems like it's a period piece set in the same universe as birds of prey or something like that that's how much i love this shit man and yes as it may come as a shock but for anybody that didn't know um i loved birds of prey man and i don't know if i'm making a comparison here just because of the cinematography and like i said the atmosphere the overall vibe of it reminds me of a prequel set in the universe but she's like channeling that i don't know if i'm making a comparison because of the harley quinn shit the multicolored hair and the makeup and the, and the just the fashion sense aspect of it but it really does seem like that man and i'm not gonna lie to y'all i'm I'm loving this fucking trailer, yo. I did not go into this trailer expecting to be completely moved by it. And I definitely didn't, you know, expect to come out of the trailer loving this shit. I love this trailer, man. And this will be one of the Disney live action movies that I'm really looking forward to seeing, man. I'm not going to lie. And it doesn't hurt that Emma Stone is really into this shit, man. And it doesn't hurt that I, I already love her on screen and basically any and everything i've seen her in 
Um, she's there can be no other big big names in this film and i'm cool with it they can the the rest of the cast can work around her i'll get to know the the rest of the actors and actresses and all of that type of stuff but um yeah man and you know what visually hold up let me look at who this director is one more again my apologies sir um craig gillespie that's a testament to Craig Gillespie being a visual director. You know, it's he's not like a he's not going for like James Cameron, Michael Bay shit as far as visual um, spectacle goes. But it reminds me of what I loved about the Fright Night remake was that the movie looks amazing um, for a movie that came out in 2011. The movie is is dark as shit. I mean, in tone, it's dark. I think you can take it. A, you could take it way more seriously than the original Fright Night. And I love the original Fright Night movie. But what he did with that, he made the tone of it darker. The tone of it's like like more vicious, and just the it, it's it's something about just the the contrast, like the color palettes used in that film that make it seem like yo maybe the sun will never shine. And if it does shine in this in this film on this on this town, it won't shine brightly enough for you to think things will be okay. It's like a certain dread that's over that film. If I'm making any sense to anybody right now, and I feel like that's here in the in the movie, but it's going to work in a different way because it takes place in a different time. And one of the things I'm curious to see is not that I'm looking forward to seeing it. But I'm curious to see if they literally show how obsessed she truly gets with dog skin, because that is something that, um, I, you know, it, it can they don't have to really display it. You can have like a PG or PG-13 movie where violence is um, is on screen or is violence is implied, basically, but you don't have to show it. And um I don't know if they're going to do that here. I would hope not. Those are like some of the cutest Dalmatians I've ever seen in my life, even though they're mean as fuck. And like I said, they're growling at her the moment she comes in. But I love that 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 little relationship is established, which would go on. You know, that's the, the relationship we know and love. We know these Dalmatians can't stand. They absolutely hate Cruella DeVille and, you know, the feelings mutual on her end. But I love that we early on in the trailer. I don't know how long it's going to be until we see that scene where they do that. But I love that that relationship is automatically established. So I don't know if Emma Stone has signed on to do um, a sequel after this or maybe like signed on for a trilogy. I would be cool with that because in the second movie, you can kind of see her full blown Cruella DeVille. The third movie, we can see her just completely lose her shit and just become like, I don't know. She can reach like Christopher Lloyd status at the end of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, where she's just a fucking complete mess and she just has to be destroyed at the end. But um, all in all, man, I'm I'm excited for this. I'm not going to hold y'all. Uh, you know, I didn't know we were going to be getting like trailers that had me amped up but lo and behold i saw this trailer today we're getting a fucking mortal Kombat trailer tomorrow i'm y'all know i'm doing a trailer reaction for that people think it's a game when i say um i'm gonna warm up and do some lin kuei fighting moves or something like i'm gonna warm up and play that mortal Kombat theme song in the intro for my reaction episode tomorrow it is not a game people i cannot wait for that trailer they're dropping character posters for it left and right can't wait to see it but this one can't wait to see it either man I i'm pleasantly surprised with this trailer it looks like they did a really good job and they put a lot of um a lot of love and a lot of uh, love for the art and for just the property overall into this movie man so hopefully it's 
hopefully it's everything it looks like man but y'all already know where to go and in case y'all don't y'all can follow the podcast on anchor spotify itunes google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, overcast pocket cast breaker and radio public shout out to anchor Follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Romero Tudor. Shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Cinemaniacs. What is it? Is it? Is it Wednesday? It's uh. This is how you know I don't get any fucking sleep, people. Yeah, it's Wednesday. Uh, it's it's uh, open mic Wednesday. So as long as it's not religion or any of that political bullshit, post it. Art, music, um, you know, whatever your talents may be, TV shows. I don't give a shit. Whatever it is. Post it, man. Go crazy. Don't go too damn crazy, though. And last but not least, shout out to the two, the reviewers, the listeners, the lovers, the supporters out there. We almost there, man. Um, 4.7K spins, and I don't really want to jinx it. I'm going to wait until we get to that 4.8 or that 4.9. Then I'm going to speak it into existence about you you know what, that 5K. I ain't going to do it and knock on wood just now, right now i'm not going you know put all my eggs in one basket i'm loving it though man y'all are y'all are um y'all are getting me there man y'all are getting me uh one step closer to that 5k man and y'all know what's gonna happen once that 5k hit we going for six y'all know six seven eight nine and so on and so forth and uh big shout out to my little cousin man my little cousin calvin man big shout out to him because he you know he reposted um my podcast and his instagram story i reposted on my story and shouted him out on my instagram page big shout out to cousin kyle aka bud had to call you had to call you by your you know by your family nickname because of love you to death though man appreciate the love and the shout out man and y'all already know man the love and support y'all show me man i show it back to y'all tenfold and then some so with that being said people yours truly romero tutor another episode of tutor reviews in the can i'll check y'all on the next one